Hello there, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Guapish Rule 34. As always, I'm your host, Nico, and today I, uh, uh, our usual guests couldn't really join us, so I had to kind of plumb the depths of, uh, just like the local dregs, you know? So, uh, first up here, uh, is a guest who, you know, he, he's reached rock bottom at this point, and honestly, he's showing signs of, like, starting to dig again. We've got Tanner joining us. That's right, I'm gonna dive deep down into that dirt and rob the grave of opportunity. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And next up here, we also have another guest. Uh, he's not so much of a has-been, but more of a definitely won't-be, which is Jackson. That is absolutely true. I'm going nowhere in my life, and I'm proud. And finally, we also have Dylan, who has, uh, you know, just kind of delusions of adequacy. Uh, I mean, they're not delusions of adequacy. They are legitimate adequacy, and that's all I ever will be. Delusions, like I said. So, guys, <laughs> uh, first up here, first order of business. Now, we've been watching a lot of movies recently, correct? Hell we yeah, sure brother. have. Now, one thing that's come up time and time again, Tanner, that I really like to pick your brain on here, or just like you know, pause it to the cast here, as it were. Uh, th- there seems to be like this trend in a lot of media where like people who are like mentally ill and shit, or just like out of their minds, they drink milk. What's up with that? Oh. What do you? There's always a scene of them just like drinking some milk. Do you have examples of this? About. I don't know what you're talking about. For example. Uh, when we checked out, uh, No Country for Old Men, guy there, Mr. Murder uh-huh. Guy, he was, he was drinking milk. He sure does. Yeah. In The Mist, which we watched this week, we'll get more to that later, crazy religious nut lady, she drinks milk. Oh. Yeah. If you have seen Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the crazy incest family, they only drink one thing, and what is it, Tanner? Yes, yeah, milk. What's up with that? What is it? What's the deal with that? Hmm. I'm assuming you looked into it, but... No. What? (laughs) I'd be surprised if there's just an answer about this. I feel like there should be an answer with this Why do the mentally deranged drink milk? I think... I think there's just this stereotype... You fucking stop looking up right now, Dylan. We're talking about this right now. What? Go on, Tanner. I think there's just this stereotype of, like, drinking milk being a sort of infantile thing... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so in order to display someone as, like, kind of kooky, who's an adult, you'll have them do infantile things like drinking milk, mm-hmm. I guess. Maybe. I could see that. Or maybe it's just, like, milk is not, like, we don't really think of milk as a casual beverage. Yeah, it's not, like, a refreshing thing that you just, like, drink yeah. typically. Like, it's more so it something is you'll for pair me, with other but... stuff. Oh, okay. I mean, on another note, though, too, like, it, contrasting it with if you have that same scene, but in fact they're holding a bottle of, like, alcohol or something, you know, something impairing to their attitude. Mm. So maybe they're trying to portray, like, hey, this person's actually insane because they're just drinking something as harmless as milk and they're already this fucking insane. Mm. Like, there's no alcohol or drug here. Maybe it's because milk is the only liquid that you won't mistake for a type of alcohol. Hmm. Because, like, if you have them drinking a glass of water, you can be like, ah, that's vodka. Vodka, yeah. So, I feel like that would be the most logical thing at this point. Perhaps. Do you have any theories, Nico? Milk is, like, pretty thick, right? I wouldn't say... Sure? I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, attribute... something like water, Dylan. Milk is, like, sure. pretty thick to drink. I, I mean, I don't know, man. Liquid goes down like liquid regardless, so I don't really test the consistency of milk compared to water. <laughs> I guess so. I, that's, that's it. That's, Milk is thick, Tanner. That's all I had to say on that manner. <laughs> that's all. That's uh, that's the extent of your 
I, I would only say milk has the capability of becoming thick, but I wouldn't put it past that. Jackson, do you have any theories at all? Oh gosh, I think it's because they all have deep traumatic mommy issues, and because mm. of that, they want to drink mm. milk to relive their repressed memories. Yeah. I got I got a question bouncing off of that. Uh, what do you okay. guys think are worse, daddy issues or mommy issues? Ooh, that's a toughie. Cause like I think it, I think it depends on which gender you are. Yeah, I was gonna say mm. if you're a dude, you got mommy issues. I feel like that's pretty bad. But if you're a girl and have daddy issues, that's probably equally as bad. But like that's the corresponding, hot, honestly. Eh. I, I hard disagree. With daddy issues, and it's pretty sweet. Uh, I I, I hard disagree. I think mommy issues are worse for both by a considerable extent. Yeah. I mean, I can see that just because the the girl would have like nobody to like like model themselves after or something however you want to say that what, what, isn't that what tanner just said i mean i was giving a more specific example like he just said okay anyway <laughs> <laughs> i'm not paying attention clearly yeah i guess not so speaking of like weird beverages and bullshit okay mm. uh-huh. so here's another thing uh, now we haven't watched any movies quite yet that involves this sort of thing tanner uh, however there's a sort of like thing that we see portrayed in media a lot okay we're like after you're done shagging a little bit or something something you know you catch my drift a uh-huh. character will just like drink a big old glass of oj why does that uh, happen i don't know I, how many times i've seen that yeah i don't know if i've seen that very much either I've i know seen that on numerous occasions i know it's very much a thing with like um like smoking a cigarette yeah, yeah, that was another one I was about to bring up. Also, smoking a cigarette as well. Why is that also a thing that happens? It's just like, uh, it's supposed to be relaxing or whatever. I think the OJ is like, um, there's like iron and vitamin C in it. I think the implication is they're trying to replenish themselves. Okay. Probably. So, like, they're getting ready for round two, you know? Exactly. Which is why in that one episode of Rick and Morty, where Morty is fucking the sex robot, he chugs a gallon of orange juice. Yeah. Which is another thing that we see in King of the Hill, by the way. When uh, Carl Moss or whatever, the principal, goes to live with Bill, and he starts fucking Bill's other roommate, at some point just like uh, goes on into the kitchen, he, he gets a big old thing of orange juice, downs it, and it's like, oh, you need more orange juice, Bill. And then he uh, goes back to uh, uh, shagging her, you know? <laughs> Man, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I, I can't say that I remember any of these examples, so... Is the King of the Hell, King of the Hill reboot, revival, whatever the fuck out yet? No. Okay. You looking forward to that one, Nico? Yeah. Really? You don't think it's going to be a disaster? I lose more and more hope uh, as, like, each reboot comes out and they're all bad, so... (laughs) Yeah, have there been any good, like, TV show reboots? Uh, Uh, that's a good question... Do I mean, any um, of the Teen Titans go? No, <laughs> no. There Terrible. have been a bunch of different versions of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but I don't know if those count as reboots. I wouldn't really se. consider them one. No. Yeah, because yeah. those mm. of those are like on and off with each yeah. version. I think the most like recent uh, Futurama reboot's pretty good. Or, like that's not really is a reboot, that out yet. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I think it's just like a couple episodes right now, but. I guess uh, they they rebooted. Wait, did they reboot Psych? Did people like that? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't watch uh, enough TV to know about reboots, and most of the shows I watch typically have no need to get rebooted anyway. So. Yeah, there's been like 
There was that pretty bad Fairly Odd Parents one. iCarly recently got rebooted as well, which wasn't great. Oh shit! Yeah, wait, Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah, it was like live action, but like a uh, fucking Cosmo and Wando would appear every now and then. And they'd be like basically just fucking PNGs. They barely animated them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they'd like That's slip funny. in some animation here and there throughout the show, and is all terrible every time. Gotcha. I, for whatever reason, you said Fairly Odd Parents, and the movie sprang to my mind for whatever reason, but. Is yeah, those movie? are also pretty rough. Yeah, I think that's they're. A movie. Oh, you know what? The Samurai Jack was pretty good, though. That's oh, they rebooted Samurai Jack. They well, that was. A while I think ago. I'd count that as it's like a revival. They they brought it back to do a season five and give like an actual ending to the story. Yeah, I need to go back and actually watch it all the way through. I loved watching Samurai Jack as a kid. Yeah, yeah, I still remember when we did the Cartoon Network. Was it even a tier list that we did of those shows? Or was it like a ranking of our top uh, 10 or something? We did top yeah. 10, but it was like consecutive. Like, or not consecutive, it was... Con- uh, whatever, whatever. And, I, and I ranked fucking Samurai Jack really highly. And I had no yeah. idea that there was like a conclusion to it all. Yeah. yeah. Which apparently is like the best part of all of it. <laughs> it's re- it's yeah. really good. Yeah, I gotta watch that sometime. Gendy yeah. Tartakovsky is a really talented motherfucker. Yeah, I think oh. that might be about it, though. <laughs> Everything else <laughs> I'm... Uh... Not a big fan of, I would say. Yeah, well. But maybe this will change things, man. Yeah, maybe this one will work. Maybe yeah, this one we'll and say. Futurama will work. That, that'd be crazy. Yeah. You would think so. I mean, Futurama went off air and back on a bunch of times. Where, yeah. Are those reboots? I guess not. Yeah. I was going to say, it depends on if it's a continuation of the old story or not. What old show would you guys want, like, rebooted or revivaled or, like, a spiritual successor or whatever the fuck? Ooh. Um, I know that, like, everyone out there would say, like, Firefly, please continue it. It only got one season or some bullshit, but I don't fucking care. Fuck you with your Firefly bullshit. Um, I'm I sorry. I, I, I don't know anything it. about the show. I, I'm being unnecessarily brutal towards you people. <laughs> uh, you people? Yeah. You people. Uh, yeah, I got yeah, I two answers, but I don't know. Firefly. I don't know if I've... One of them you guys would probably find understandable. The other one, Nico would probably roast me alive for it. Lambast so. you for you piece of shit. Code Lyoko, say it already. <laughs> yeah, actually, He's... one of them was Code Lyoko. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. I Who think an anime that? interpretation of that show would be amazing, to be honest. Let's see. What's the uh, other one, Dylan? Teen Titans. Okay. Like yeah. an actually good Teen Titans, not Teen Titans go bullshit. Mm-hmm. Jackson. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure, because, like, there, you always run the risk of, like, that amazing thing that you really like being tainted, you know? Yeah. Right. Just ruining its legacy. Yeah. Which makes it tricky to determine something. I always, I, I feel like Chowder did not get an ending that was very satisfying. Yeah, it did kind of end abruptly, because it was just the one episode where he becomes, like, an oh, adult or whatever, what the right? fuck am I talking about? Bring back Generator X, please! Ooh! Yeah, another season. I forgot about that. You're right. That yeah, one. That one. Dope. They really just like kind of cut it short. I don't even yeah, think I saw choice. any of the end season stuff. Uh, damn, I had one, and you said Generator Rex, and I got excited. Uh, Jackson, do you even watch TV? No, I pretty much just watch like anime. Yeah. Are there any animes you would want that. some kind of a revival or spiritual successor or any of that shit? Oh, actually, I have my answer. Jackson, you uh, pick first, though. 
No, I, I didn't think about it from an anime perspective, so uh, you fucking say it and give me some time. Okay, uh, fucking Infinity Train. That's the big one, I'd say. For uh, that's what that's that what I was going to say. I'm really shocked you didn't immediately say that. <laughs> yeah, that was like in your top ten list for so long when we did our list. Yeah, I knew there was something in my noggin that was rooting around in there. I just couldn't remember what it was. But yeah, Infinity Train, they had plans for like a couple more seasons, but they cut it short. So uh, uh, the last season we actually got was very much so meant to be just like, you know, just like a nice little middle portion that sort of like it pads things out a little bit, answers a few more questions here and there. Uh, yeah. But no, it ended up being the last one. So uh, definitely ended on an anticlimactic note overall, I would say. I still yeah. need to get around to seeing that one. I think... For for whatever reason, my brain wants to say Adventure Time, but I think that came to a pretty good conclusive end. They definitely opened so. up a lot of room for like uh, the show continuing past that, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like within the last for the last episode, they introduced like a bunch of new characters for like this is what everyone is like thousands of years in the future now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that actually would leave room for kind of like a reboot revitalization. I don't know if it'd be a reboot if they continue it in the future, but. It'd be like kind of a sequel show almost. Yeah. yeah. I like to see sort Call of a else. like a sequel like, you know, in the future follow up to Over the Garden Wall. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Uh, I think that something like that would uh, work really well as like an anthology or something like that. Yeah. Or do like a kind of like the way the story of it works where you had the kid you, the kid encounter with the thing and then they go back as adults. Yeah, it could be cool. That'd be kind of cool. What I don't remember. What are the kids' names? Wilt and Newt or something like that? <laughs> uh, it's Wart and fucking... I forget his little brother's name. Okay. Yeah. All right. I found three anime examples of shows. Um, maybe not necessarily exactly what we're talking about, but... Uh, Noragami? Th- no, Noragami would be cool, but uh, <laughs> I was thinking... I think like a full remaster of A Kame Got Killed would be sweet, because when oh, that yeah. was initially coming out... Um, they, the anime just was making new content because the manga wasn't finished publishing mm-hmm. and it has like a totally different ending than the manga. And I think the anime ending is fucking ass. Um, <laughs> plus they just leave out a massive amount of world building stuff from the anime. So I think, or from the manga. So I think like giving it like a 32 episode full season, flesh it out, you know, give the yeah. good ending would be awesome. Cause I, Dude. they really did. They really did the show dirty. <laughs> <laughs> they absolutely did, but also I don't want to see the pedo clown like on TV, man. Maybe we don't have to. We don't have to keep that part in. Uh, <laughs> next, next up is a uh, Spice and Wolf. They cut that off pretty abruptly from where it is in the manga. And the manga is like even still publishing some pretty new stuff. So I'd like to see that continued. I really like Spice and Wolf as a child. Uh, and then finally Hioka, which is like a it's like a rom com mystery show, and it is still insanely popular for some reason. Like I'm still seeing. Like, at least, like, a couple fan arts of the two protagonists every month, I'd say. Um, people love this couple. They're fucking obsessed with them. And there's a lot more stuff um, from, like, the manga they could adapt. And, and the show is just really good itself. So I'd like to see that continue, too. Mm, that's a good one. What's Spice and Wolf about? Spice and Wolf is an economy and drama show. Or it's basically, a like, a wandering trader. He goes around. They're like, this is, like, in... Not med- medieval times, but like it's a it's a while ago, um, and he meets Hollow, who is the fucking goddess of the harvest or whatever, and she's like a like a wolf chick, and she accompanies him, and they they do trading and stuff. Interesting. Okay. Huh. Now, Tanner, is- you gave me a weird look when I said pedo clown, as if like 
Pedo Clown, what's the big deal? Why shouldn't they include that? Which yeah, I they have was... one in Hunter Hunter. Exactly. Ah, However, man. Tanner, this one goes far beyond that Pedo Clown. Oh, Jackson, do you recall say. what exactly happens with this guy? Who, me? Yeah. Your name is Jackson. I didn't hear him say my name. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't remember a ton from A Come I Got Killed, to be completely honest with you. Okay, so this shit's fucked, alright? So, Tanner... <laughs> Uh, basically, the pedo clan is on the side of, like, the bad guy government or whatever the fuck. But there are some, like, cool people who work there as well, you know? There are some mm-hmm. cool people, uh, along that team that we follow. Uh, and one of those dudes is, like, a big old family man, okay? He's got a beautiful wife and a daughter who he loves very much. But at some point, he needs to uh, tragically commit suicide to try and kill our main heroes. Uh, but, like, you know, he, he, he was a great dude. Every, everyone loved him. He was super friendly and stuff. Uh, but then later... Uh, his wife and child go to his grave to like mourn for him or whatever and the pedo clown <laughs> and this other dude who worked for the government show up and they just fucking rape him dude Jesus. <laughs> and likely murder oh. them as well it's doesn't like, the clown rape, like an entire doesn't the class the dude like rape an entire classroom of kids as well uh, no or oh, kill fuck. them or no, something no yes he does do that actually i completely forgot about <laughs> that Jesus he's blocked Christ. out the memory how do you oh, pull my God. that off yeah, what I thought you were about to say was uh, at one point uh, they go and like stop this theater troupe who I forget what exactly they were doing. I think they were like making some like anti-government play or some bullshit and they just fucking murder and rape all of them and there's uh, the clown is just like standing off to the side he's like I'm not interested in any of this. But he sees a little boy there too. He's like, "Oh, here we go. Finally I found my time to shine." It's super oh, fucked fuck? up. I I admittedly don't know anything about Akami Got Kill. Does the anime have rape in it? Uh, I don't think so. Not I don't think it's ever shown in the anime. No. Okay. Could be wrong though. The manga is full of that shit though. Yeah, they out there's here. a shitload in the manga. <laughs> oh god. I've got two more anime answers. One, give me a reboot of Yu-Gi-Oh, but make it manga accurate, <laughs> where it's <laughs> yeah, super fucked up. That'd be cool. And then oh. this is probably a surprising answer coming out of me. But just give me the ultimate, bestest, final, we're not doing any more version of Evangelion. I get a lot of fucking hate for how much I'm just meh on this fucking show. Just give me whatever, create some magnum opus version. Because there's too many, There li- there's like double point versions of movies and all this bullshit and there's a, a fourth, a third girl or some shit I don't know about. Just distill it down into whatever you think the best is going to be and then deliver it to me so I can say, okay, fine, it's kind of good. Tanner, I'm, or I'm say it's still bad. You know full Tanner well that'll one. end up being a visual novel, though. <laughs> yeah, I've actually been mean to get back into Evangelion because I've been seeing a bunch of stuff about the version, like, point two, mm-hmm. and, it looks, and it looks really interesting. Like, I've been seeing a bunch of people post clips and shit about it on YouTube, um, and I've only watched the original series in the end of Evangelion. There's so much more. I don't even know what the fucking point two version is, to be honest. Yeah, uh, and I so, get like, back the into movies, uh, the first couple of them... It's like the point whatever ones. So the first couple of them follow really closely to the anime. It's basically just like a summarization of the events that happen from it. Every now and then there'll be like a little thing that happens that's different. But overall, it's like exactly the same thing. But then after that, the next couple of movies, it just completely breaks the timeline and goes on his own thing where there's this third girl that Tanner's talking about and all this other bullshit. And apparently it's pretty good. Uh, allegedly. 
my problem know. is I've only watched the first two, so Right. My problem is I know they're just going to keep making these things. Just make one final No, from what I heard the most recent one is the final one that they'll be making. Inter- it is that but is that what I'm talking about where it's like the purest form of what this fucking franchise is supposed to be? I don't think anyone understands what that movie is, so it's hard to say. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I guess I'm never going to be into Evangelion. Well, we're going to watch all four of those movies. Don't you worry. We'll get Eventually, yeah. You guys picking them this week. I actually, no, I don't think they're on my list at all. So. I really like how every every once in a while I'll be, you know, thinking about the movie list. I'm like, man, <laughs> I'm running out of movies to think of. And then the next day I'll think of like five right off the top of my head. I'm like, oh, right. There are a lot of movies. There yeah. sure are. That's why I keep a running list of like 150 or something like that. That's crazy. Yeah, that's discluding sequels as well. That's the crazy part. Hey, Nico. What's up, dude? Speaking of movies? <gasps> dude, speaking of movies, I just added Evangelion to my list. Okay. Me too. Dude, that's crazy. I, honestly, I thought it was like a remaster of the season. I didn't think it was a movie. So this is <laughs> this is good information. I honestly might just watch that tonight, to be honest. <laughs> uh, hmm. Interesting. Sounds good, man. But speaking of movies, guys. Speaking of movies. Yeah. Dylan, what the fuck is fishbowl theory? Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, uh, funny story about that. We, I was at my mom's house, was it two weekends ago? Maybe it was a weekend ago, I don't remember. Uh, and my my sister had asked your sister an opinion mm. on something. Uh, and it had to do with the COVID vaccine. And I heard that after they had already asked, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, I understand how the way that she is about it. However, I definitely wouldn't have asked her opinion on it because of how radical her answer would be. And I was absolutely right. Uh, that's a separate topic, though. So I'll move on to the fact. I think my mom or like my I think my mom said something about uh, like some about the world being like fishbowl theory, because we also we're talking about people who believe in the earth being flat uh and stuff uh so uh yeah and then they brought up something about fishbowl uh, in the earth and i was like i've never heard of fishbowl theory and having to do with the earth so i was hoping like maybe you guys would know what fishbowl theory is apparently uh, it has something to do with the same prospect as like flat earth and all that shit i'm pr- i think i think i know what it is where Instead of Earth being, you know, a globe where we're all on the outside looking out, yeah, it's like a fishbowl where there is an opening that goes out into open space, and then, like, the stuff we're standing on top of is along the inside of the bowl. Hmm. Uh. I think. Okay. Uh, this search did not help at all. Uh, it could also be something that your mom or whatever completely made up and is not a thing at all. Like I said, they they said something about Nico's sister saying something about uh, fishbowl theory, and I had never heard that before. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely not finding anything. You're not finding anything. Uh, doesn't operate. What? That's. I don't want to read that. That's. 
That's All right, get him on the podcast. Thing. Call him in. Let's figure it out. Let's solve the mystery. <laughs> uh, I'm good, man. I don't want. I don't want to bring none of that shit in here. All right. Well, gl- good to know that none of us have heard of fishbowl theory. I don't even want to begin to imagine how that works. Ah, uh, here uh, we go. D. A. Collingsworth fishbowl theory part one. Oh God. <laughs> is it a book? It actually is a thing. I don't know if it. It is a book. But like, is it actually? Oh wait, about? wait, wait, wait. Oh, here we go. Okay, I got. Ah, oh, damn it! I can't read it. It's in uh, Latin or something. No, on the front page of me searching what is fishbowl theory, I have a post for the Mr. Robot subreddit. <laughs> Someone asking asking to explain what fishbowl theory is. Yeah. And Mr. Robot was a reasonably popular show, and I would not be too surprised if Nico's sister had seen it, and that's what she's referencing. Mm. But uh, for some reason, that subreddit is private, so I cannot read what answers were perhaps given. Uh, Bummer. Why the fuck would that be? It doesn't matter. Okay, whatever. So, Dylan. What's up? There's another movie-related thing that I want to ask you here, mister. Dylan, Sounds good. The other day when we were watching 500 Days of Summer, you said something about you being jailbait for some reason. What the fuck does that huh? have to do with anything, man? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, unbeknownst to some people, I guess, in my previous relationship, when we were still dating, like, fucking high school, understandably, uh, my girlfriend at the time was, like, nine months older than me, so not even really a full year. So, there, there came a point in time when we were, like, hanging out with her family and shit, and her birthday was coming up, except she was about to turn 18, and I, of course, was still, like, 17. Uh, so, they were like, oh, man... Uh, wouldn't it be funny if we had called the cops on you, or I don't remember exactly what they said, because you're gonna be 18 dating a 17 year old, and I was like, and then I got into, like, legal stuff, I was like, well, the law says if you've been dating for more than a year, it's fine, and, you know, I, it was just a stupid-ass comment I made during the movie, because it reminded me of that specific moment in time. I see, I see. Yeah, so... <laughs> I mean, hey, we've all been there. We've all had to be in a position where we've dated someone who's underage. Ain't that right, Jackson? Yeah, I'm currently dating a 17-year-old. My <laughs> man. But it's, uh, it's been a year, so it's fine. Yeah. I... <laughs> Guys, I believe I found our answer on fishbowl theory. Fantastic. Okay. At the very least, I, I got a uh, a totally legal copy of D.A. Collingsworth's fishbowl theory mm. uh, oh, book, perhaps, here. Um, Memoir. And the basic premise is, here's what fishbowl theory is. An inanimate object cannot create an animated object. In much the same way that a fishbowl cannot create a fish. Yeah, uh, And guess. what I am ascertaining from skimming through this is this appears to be, like, procreationism propaganda, basically. Uh-huh. Okay. And in all likelihood, anti-evolution. But anti-evolution. there's your answer. <laughs> okay. Boring. <laughs> Listen, man. I, I, I thought that, was... guys, is why the COVID vaccine is bullshit. Get that shit syringe right <laughs> out of your system, boys. Oh, I God. will say, uh, every new study that comes out about the COVID vaccine makes me feel more and more vindicated for having never gotten it. Look, Tanner, I may be two times more likely to fall victim to the autism at this point than you, but <laughs> that doesn't mean it was a bad choice. That's fair enough. That is the argument people are going to use. They're going to be like, well, it may cause car- myocarditis or whatever the fuck, but <laughs> <What>? <laughs> since I didn't know that at the time, I was being a good person and you weren't. 
Look, oh man, gosh. in my defense, my girlfriend at the time forced me to get it, all right? Uh, I don't believe an individual that is, that is can the force worst you to excuse. get it. That's, what, how, that's even how, sadder. How and why, I guess I should ask, how does one force you to get a vaccine? Uh, she was like, hey, uh, we can't really see each other until you get vaccinated. And I was like, okay. Dude, you Listen, fucking man, simp. That, I, don't, I, I, I wanted not... to see my girlfriend, Tanner. What do you mean? That's you fair, but like, getting yeah, the vaccine that or not getting out? the vaccine is your choice. I mean, hey, hindsight is uh, 40-20, ain't that right? Yeah, sure. I mean, Which girlfriend shouldn't... was this? Give me the, the first, first letter. Huh? My really? first one. Yeah. Wait, you were still with her in 2020? Yeah. Huh. Listen, man, all I'm yeah, saying is you shouldn't... like 2021, I think. Oh, okay. You shouldn't let the opinion or... Uh, decisions of others affect your future life, especially if you're not yeah. planning on keeping that person in your life forever. <laughs> Damn, well, when you're that, dating this just made for like me... two years, Dylan, you kind of assume they'll be together for quite a while. Yeah, this no, tra- I feel that just one, made man. me don't, think don't of a movie I'm going to make us watch. Yeah. And it may or may not be COVID vaccine conspiracy documentary. I think I know which... I wonder if it's the one you already... Is it yeah, the I one already, already shared? shared it with you guys. Do I have to watch it again? Sure, it's been long enough. I still I'm not remember. saying I'll pick that this time. Oh, okay. Documentary, Tanner. I feel like we uh, did talked about uh, picking documentaries previously, and I yeah, feel like... Yeah, the last like one was Pumping Iron, though. This is Documentaries count. I, I believe our... Uh, <laughs> I believe it the one we established the previously was that, like, they don't really count. And, like, I don't... Pump, pumping Iron only really counted because it was, like, not really a documentary. But I also thought we came to the conclusion that these movies had to show in a public theater or a theater of some sort. I'm pretty sure we established, like, March of the Penguins wouldn't count. Did we? I don't recall this. I believe we did. However, we did say that Super Size Me is fair game. But did... Okay. God, I I don't know if I We'll cross that that bridge if and when we come to it. Okay. Seems Super Size Me, like, two or three times at this point. Speaking of coming to it... Go office with the movies. You can't do the same theme song that's already over the overlay. Then they're gonna catch Especially us. Especially since someone is even from a fucking movie. It's from Avengers, <laughs> you dumbass. No, it's All not. Right. No, what? the one he's doing is from Avengers. Oh, gotcha. The fuck, Nico? What did we watch this week? This week, Terry, watched some amazing films, each and Did every we? one of them better than the last. Depending on the order, that might be true. <laughs> exactly. I feel like I, I'm feeling the sarcasm building. In the order I watched them, they got worse. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it sounds Crazy. like somebody started with our first film that we'll be talking about here this week. I uh, want to eat your pancreas. Well, I was going to say, I have my two catch-ups do we want to do those really oh, quick yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Let's, let's do the fucking catch-ups all right uh first movie i watched on the catch-up list is starship troopers mm. uh gonna say this movie as far as uh, i almost said graphics again as far as effects go yeah i guess technically graphics because cgi you, know, you can just way. call them visuals <laughs> But, uh, in in terms of that, like, this movie, in my opinion, did it surprisingly well. And it was far more gory than I would expect any movie to ever be. Uh, and not any movie to ever be. Let me just, let me say, it was <laughs> more very... gory than I was expecting it to be. I'll okay. just say it that way. Well, because there's fucking dead bodies everywhere in this I'm movie. Like, I'm like, this is not anywhere near, like, Maniac, which we've already no. watched. <laughs> But, yeah, they were, like, really emphasizing, like, hey, there's fucking dead bodies everywhere you go in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Also, I was like, man, they're really emphasizing the fact that World War One tactics are just bullshit and not the way to go, especially when you're fighting an enemy that's bullet resistant and is gaining intelligence as you go. What do you mean by World War One tactics? They like, fought in trenches and shit war the whole a, time. Well, I'm thinking more on the lines of war of attrition, where you just keep throwing bodies at a war until one side wins. Ah, Except we call that the, the Russian tactics. Yeah, uh, sure, whatever that. Uh, just keep uh, throwing bodies in the meat grinder. Eventually, it'll get through. Anyway, I kind of acknowledge the fact this movie was kind of memeing a little bit on sci-fi movies, uh, but I still found it enjoyable, and the story made decent amount of sense to me. So I gave this movie an S minus. Very. I high. definitely. I would definitely watch this movie again. I would Common go out of my way to watch it again. That's higher than I had it. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. I look. I, I. I tell. I told Nico and Jackson. I do look at your guys's ratings to like give myself a basis, but I also don't really base my answer off of that. Except uh, for the other movie you watched this week, you piece of shit. Fuck you. Uh, however, you Dylan, about? one thing I want to ask here, real quick, my man. So, would you say that the oh uh, <laughs> the government in Starship Troopers could be quali- uh, could qualify as a fascist government? In what in what regard? <laughs> Dylan, what is fascism? Sure what other no, no, no. Hold are. on, hold on. We need to establish a baseline here, Dylan. Can you define fascism? Not really. I just know that. I think Italy, Germany, and some other third country back in World War II were fascist the countries. Yeah, the Axis. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the definition of fascism is. I just know Germany and like Italy or whatever were it at some point. I'm happy you knew that much. There you go. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so what I can't... What do you say if the government of this movie falls in I line I cannot with accurately answer your question if I don't know the definition <laughs> of the word you're asking me for. There you go, Nico. Now, Dylan, did that outfit that Neil Patrick Harris wore not bear striking resemblance uh, to the Nazi officer uniforms? I mean, I guess, but I don't know. Is he guesses? There we have have it, folks. (laughs) It's a hat and a trench. It's an officer's hat and a trench coat. I don't know what you're. Final nail in the coffin. The jury is out. The votes have been cast. The government in Starship Troopers is fascist confirmed. Uh, What's the other one you (laughs) ranked? Uh, the other movie I watched is Wolf Children, one of oh. Jackson's all-time favorite movies. Uh, yeah, Which will not movie. bear any sort of uh, resemblance to Dylan's rating at all here. Anyway, uh, I thought the plot was very good. The animation style took a little bit to get used to, but the, I thought the animation style was very cute and everything. And it, uh, it you know, flowed together really nicely. I like the, the, the growing up story and just them going through hardships and all that. Uh, I don't know... I don't watch a lot of slice of life animes very often, and especially in movie form. Uh, but like, I like how they show the diverging paths, and then they, the mom, come to the realization at the end, like she kind of promised when they were born, like they're gonna choose what they want to be. But she was growing them up like that; she wanted them to be human. Uh, but yeah, so I'm gonna give this movie overall uh, an S. Very much enjoyed it. I will definitely watch Bullshit, the movie Dick again. Jackson bought the votes. Uh, no, I just think it's a good movie. Let's go. Uh, well, I guess me and Jackson got some, minus, so me and Jackson got some favorable ratings for our movies, and that's all that really matters. Nico's just yes, trying sir. to fucking, I don't know what he's trying to do right now, he's just trying He's playing a little silly jokes here. Anyways, uh, Wolf Children is still at an S-, minus, and Starship Troopers is at an A-. Minus. Is that... Is Starship Troopers higher or lower? Starship uh, I Troopers. Can't, I can't remember. <laughs> it was at a B plus before. Okay, huh. yeah, it went up one rank. Okay. 
and I'm happy with that. <laughs> anyway, Speaking I want to eat your pancreas. This week, especially anime movies. We watched. Yeah. I want to eat your pancreas, guys. We sure did. We sure did, man. I watched this one with my mom. What? <laughs> that's crazy. That's, did it uh, make her that's cry? an interesting choice. I definitely want to hear more about that later. But first, Jackson, can you kind of give us a little rundown of this film here, real quick? Oh, I'd love to. So basically, there's some fucking nerd that works at a library, uh, and he meets some fucking chick there at the library, and then he meets her later at the hospital and finds her notebook, which then tells him that uh, she is, in fact, dying of pancreatic cancer or some other pancreas-related illness, I think. Uh, And then they basically just go on this long adventure of becoming friends, um, getting used to each other. There's a fucking scene where they're at her house, and she's been, like, teasing in the whole movie. Um, you know, kind of just being like, being like flirty, but not serious about it. And he takes it like really fucking far and like pushes her onto the bed. Uh, they kind of have like a little bit of drama there. He goes outside, uh, and they like rekindle after some fucking, uh, throwaway dickhead character, like punches him for no fucking reason. Uh, and then, you know, suddenly they're all, you know, chill again. They're going to like go and make a bunch more memories and fill out her bucket list before she dies, she ends up getting fucking stabbed by some random serial killer or something um, out of fucking nowhere when they're supposed to go on a date. Uh, and then the guy is just really sad. And he goes and like talks to her mom, reads her diary, um, you know, sees a bit more about like her side of the story. She wrote a little note for him at the end. And then he just goes and lives his life. And that's the end. It sure is. I just right off the bat, I want to ask you guys what, are your thoughts on the fact that they do just establish from the very beginning she has this illness and is gonna die? I'm totally fine with it. Yeah, I think that's alright. I don't really care that much. I think it's like setting things up to for disaster. So like you get acknowledged the disaster at the end, so you're just dreading it as you're watching all these happy memories pass by. If anything, yeah. I kind of like it because it puts you into the shoes of the protagonist because like the reason she was so attached to him at the start is literally just because he was the only one that knew her secret, and she could confide in him because she didn't want to, like, break the, you know, the horrible news to all her friends and stuff. Yeah, there uh, sure as hell is any other reason as to why she'd be attached to him. Yeah, exactly. He's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> he's uh, a fucking blank piece of wood. He doesn't do shit. He has zero personality. I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it kind of makes sense. You know, you get to walk, walk along in the protagonist's shoes, which, you know, whatever. Yeah. I get, Yeah, I guess the way they do frame their relationship plus how she inevitably ends up actually dying it makes it make sense in retrospect before that i was just thinking like i don't know wouldn't it be more impactful if they start this relationship and then it's revealed to him that this is going to happen i mean yeah yeah, probably but that's just yeah it's just that the way the movie was trying to play itself out Yeah, because, like, if she was willing to, like, just tell people about that, why wouldn't she tell it to any of her other significantly more interesting friends who she would rather spend time with? If I, the protagonist was boring, but he was also kind of funny just because he's the fucking, you know, he's just like a, what, there's like a, well, there's he's a, a word for the type of character for one. Yeah. He's just he's an just, asshole. He's just, he's a straight man, that's what he is. He's a fucking straight man. He just tells it how it is, uh, and I think that's, he had some funny moments that way, but yeah, most of the time he's yeah. just some fucking boring dude. I mean, here's Which the thing, is always though. how these romance animes are, by the way. That is literally all of them. The the Really, the shocking thing about this one is that he really seems to be actively against doing really anything with her, which normally isn't how these play out, but uh, I guess that's the, the one little twist that they put on the idea. 
But at the same time, like, when you get towards the end, you can see how, like, slowly she's, like, chiseling away at him. And it's, like, very, very slow progress until, like, the very end where he's actually willing to start, you know, turning towards the light and, like, actually want to do stuff and, like, get out and be active and, you know, hang out with her. But then by the time he's actually ready to do all that shit, she's fucking gone. And then he's like, Mm -hmm. well, I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do now. So he, like, decides to take her, like, legacy, I guess you could call it, and just live it out because it's exactly what she wanted for him. And yeah, it's he's going to date your best friend because I, I guess <laughs> that's what she wants. <laughs> now, don't get <laughs> me wrong. To be fair, I'm a big fan of her best friend. You now, I think be. she's a bitch. Uh, now, that's don't get me I'm wrong. I'm a big fan of her, Dylan. In I the think the best form, friend was pretty If she were a real person, I'd hate her, but... The yeah, best friend's don't... understandable, honestly. I mean, it's some... Like, this is her best friend, right? And she's hanging yeah. out with some random fucking weirdo guy from her <laughs> perspective without giving her, like, any information about this relationship. Just, yeah. like, and she's like, yeah, no, there's nothing. And then, like, the next time he sees her, she's at, a, like, a fucking cutesy date, it looks like, with him at, like, a fucking sweet shop. Yeah. I'd be freaking out, too. I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing, you dumbass? Why aren't you telling me anything about what's going on? Uh, yeah. I'd be pissed, too. I'd be like, this guy's like, what the fuck's this guy doing? Now, hold I'd be, on I'd be a, a second. confused. Are you saying you'd be pissed? Like, hypothetically, if we just recreate that scenario and it's like, it's like Nico and you catch him in a sweet shop with some girl, you'd be pissed? Or are you saying that if you were a girl? These are, these are high school girls, man. You know, this is like some, this is some unassuming high school girl messing with some fucking dude. That's, we're, we're us from guys, I don't think have the same perspective as them. Right, I'm just making sure that. Uh, you know, I just wanted to clarify if you're saying you're putting yourself in the role of uh, yeah, a female. If I, if I went to McBee's ice cream shop and I saw Nico sitting down <laughs> with a random girl I didn't know, I would drop everything I'm holding and fall onto my knees and cry because I just lost him. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that uh, your reaction here sounded a bit shocking considering just the other day I asked you how you would feel about uh, Blake getting picked up at a gay bar by a bunch of very strong and powerful <laughs> gay men and just going back to their place entirely, you know, unsuspectingly thinking that they're just going to play Mario Kart or something and you just didn't care. You said it to his life. Let him live the way he wants to. Boys will be boys. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I'm a very different person than the friend. I'm just saying I understand her perspective. Yeah, of course. I'm I not saying so. I agree with it. <laughs> Now, I feel like the real test of whether this movie was successful and what it was trying to do was, did it manage to, to get you guys to, to cry, to tear up, to, to hit in the feels at any point? No, yes. not at all. So the big thing for me with this film, Tanner, is that like uh, initially for like the first half or so, it's a very generic sort of like, you know, a romance anime bullshit movie or whatever. This whole trope of like, oh, this character is going to die, you know, it's very common in a lot of these sorts of uh, uh, fucking romance films. Uh, but then like about halfway through, it takes a big turn with him trying to fucking rape her, okay? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> and and then, that, that completely just like Sully's Everything that happens afterward, so she just, they, they never address it ever again. It just happens. And she's like, whatever. Listen, like, she like, was I, teasing he him. So he was getting a bit hot under the collar, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Tanner. Yeah. definitely justifies it. <laughs> Once she started saying, get off me, that's when it was too far. But she was very clearly, like, instigating something on him before then. Yeah. <laughs> That, she just fair. thought it was all all jokes and games, and he was like, "Dude, I have a boner now." <laughs> yeah, I know. I can I can definitely see a perspective in which this isn't necessarily a bad thing because just mostly because of the way they resolved it. They basically just totally brushed 
past it happening at all. Like, it was, like, not a part of the discussion when they're, you know, like, out in the street in the rain. It was just like, oh, yeah, no, we're totally, like, we're, we're chill. I'm sorry that guy fucking punched me as a dick. Uh, but they totally brushed past it. But I can totally see or maybe understand the, the thought process of the girl in this scenario because she's been fucking teasing the guy the whole goddamn movie. Uh, and finally, you know, like, she was being really fucking, like, aggressive about it when, you know, they're at her place. Which is a really private place and a really sus place, I think, frankly, to be te- teasing a guy like this. And him fucking, you know, doing that to her is not understandable, of course. I'm not fucking trying to say that at all. But from her perspective, I think she could totally see why this would happen. And she maybe just understood that this was most likely going to happen. And she realizes her own faults in it, which is why she, you know, doesn't, like, address it again. But uh, that's all. that's all I can fucking hypothesize for why this was totally brushed past and never looked at again. Yeah. I still think it's fucking weird. It's super strange. I don't understand what their decision was to include that in this whatsoever. <laughs> like, what was the point? Man's gonna bust. I don't know, maybe it's like, they're trying to just give more reason for them starting, like, a relationship, quote-unquote, near the end, because they just didn't have anything to work with previously, unless she was constantly teasing him, and I guess maybe they're like, if she's constantly teasing about this, he's gotta break at some point, we should show yeah. that, I don't I don't know. Still, it's fucking, mm. I think it's dumb as well. Maybe you could just, like, you know, try and kiss her or something like that instead, you know? Like, yeah, not, push not fucking, fucking force bed. her onto the bed, and, like, just hold her there and make her cry and shit, okay? <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> we gotta move on to the ratings um, now. So, no, we're, we haven't even no, I, I'm still answering question my question. Yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> I I didn't like, did this movie make you cry or feel emotions at all? Uh, I felt emotions. I don't recall crying though. Yeah, I could definitely tell you. It seemed to be affecting you quite a bit. Yeah, <laughs> I will yeah, say I'm a, I cry very, very easily, like impossibly easily. Same. Uh, so yeah, during this movie, I've literally already seen this movie, obviously, which is why I was requesting it, because, you know, I want to see it again and, you know, verify if I still thought it was bad or not. Uh, yeah, the fucking, uh, the only scene that made me feel anything was literally when the the main character guy is at her house after she dies, and he, like, turns around, and the mom's like, oh, it's you. That got me for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, not I didn't, like, fucking tear up or anything, really, about it, but that definitely got me for some reason. Yeah. First time I watched it, I don't think I really felt anything. For me, uh, the fireworks scene hit me mm. in the feels. I didn't start crying, but I could. You, you can kind of feel it back there, where it's like, oh, you know, if I try, if I like tried forcing something right now, it would, it would start coming out. But yeah, that that scene hit me in the feels a bit. Now, how did your mom feel about this movie, Tanner? <laughs> what we watched? Um, I mean, mostly a lot of it. We were clowning on how fucking goofy and stupid the guy is. Yeah. Um, and also goofing on the girl. Your mom yelling at him during like the whole hotel scene. Just fuck her already. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Um, Come on, she wants it. Yeah, we watched that movie. What else? Oh no, I'm thinking of we watched this, and then the very next day we watched The Mist, and we were like, man, these movies are both massive bummers, just one <laughs> after the other. You're not wrong. But uh, I think uh, I, I think her exact words were, "It's pretty good for one of those anime movies." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Insane. It sounds about so, right. Pretty it high marks. Did make her cry? I don't think so. Okay. I, I think it's just like the the way that like line delivery and like character expressions are in anime. It's too goofy for her to take it seriously. 
Dang it's also sense. like really fucking forced. Like the whole goddamn movie, it's just the girl leading everything, and it all just all their fucking talking is just seems so fake. Is how I describe it. Yeah, mm-hmm. the main character in the film is super reactionary to everything that's going on. He doesn't really feel like he leads any yeah, of the he, events throughout the film. Well, because yeah. he doesn't. He's so reactionary. He's actually the guy that assassinated Shinzo Abe. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, so what other notes do you have for the film, Tanner? Was that about it? Do we hit everything, you think? Um, What did we all think about the way she died? It was fucking stupid. stupid Dude, that was fucked up. I didn't like that at all. I hated that so much. It has much. next to no sort of like build up to it whatsoever, which may yeah, have they... been the point, you know? Who, who I knows? think narratively it works, and it kind of makes sense and sort of drives, their, drives some of their messages home of like, oh, well... Yeah, she knows how long she has left, but, like, we all can just die at any moment, so you might as well, like, capture yeah. life to its fullest and that kind yeah. of shit. Yeah, she said but, that, like, two or three times in the movie. Like, we're yeah. all gonna die someday. You could die, like, tomorrow. You never know. Yeah. But I didn't like seeing that shit. No, it's it was stupid. Yeah. The way he fucking broke down, like, falling onto the stairs, actually, I think was pretty well done. Like, mm. his, his reaction to seeing that happen so yeah. suddenly. Yeah. And that was, that was well done, I agree. Yeah, because his parents didn't know anything either. Like he, they didn't know that yeah, he like, was. Involved you have a with, girlfriend. Like they thought, but he never dead? confirmed anything. Yeah, and I, I really thought the parents would have put two and two together at that moment, but they, they really just didn't get it at all. He was giving, he was giving them no comms. Yeah, nothing. So you know. All right. Well, fantastic boys. As far as ratings go, though. Yeah. Jackson, how do you think you'd feel about this movie now that you've watched it twice? You know, has it really changed your opinion? On did it? did did you think it was better this second time around than your initial viewing? Um, I definitely thought more deeply about it this time than the first time. The first time I watched it, I was kind of just like zoning out, like, "Whoa, this is a fucking movie. That's crazy." <laughs> um, but uh, I don't. I still don't think it was really anything special. I think the animation was pretty well done, but the story was fucking retarded, and I don't like the characters at all. Um. So this is honestly kind of a hard one to rank, to be honest. My my lower tier, like, D and C picks are kind of rough <laughs> uh, to put stuff in. Because I don't think it's as bad as fucking Maniac, for example. <laughs> uh, I'd probably give, like, a C minus, which sounds even, like, a little generous from what I, how I've been describing it. But, uh, yeah, I think I'll go with C minus. Okay. It's a below average film. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah, so Dylan, crazy that Tanner, how do you think you would rate oh, okay. it? I'm going to give it an A+. I thought oh, it was Jesus. very good. It did actually manage to hit me in the feels, uh, mm. but I, I it didn't have that little anything like that really pushed it over the edge for me, you know? Fair. Uh, fuck, this is really hard for me as well. Because right now, I, I'm in a similar position as Jackson. It's really floating between fucking D-plus and C-minus for me. I I don't know which one it belongs in, though, honestly. Uh, Here, let, let, me, let me look at what you already have in those spots. Yeah, because, like, I've got, like, Fritz the Cat in C-minus, Sky High, <laughs> Surf's Up, House of Wax. Surely you like this more than Pick of Destiny. Yeah... Yeah, I think I do. I think I'll give it a C minus as well. Dylan, how are you feeling about it though? Yeah, you know the movie was kind of slow paced. Uh, regardless of the change the main character got at the end, he was still kind of boring and irritating throughout the entire movie. I really hated the twist ending at the end of it all. 
Uh, but I still really enjoyed the plot. I liked the idea that she was slowly changing him and everything. I liked the ending, like the very end after the murder. Uh, so I'm actually, I think I'm going to stick this movie at an A. An A, okay. This is our incredibly split ranking here. This yeah. is a... Uh... This is putting us right at a B. I was getting a little worried okay. because you you started like even Jackson was like I don't know if I should put it in D or C. I was like ah oh, shit I have it all the way up at A. What the hell is everybody else gonna pick? We all look at movies differently. I I like that you guys enjoyed it at the very least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean to be and honest, to be fair, like we're going along with popular opinion on this movie, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, no, Nico and I are definitely being contrarians here. Basically, everybody <laughs> unanimously loves this movie. <laughs> I mean, the thing though is like I I like what I like about what you guys do and what I don't like is you're like, oh, what other movies did I put in this ranking? And I think movies can be good or bad for different reasons. So just because you put one movie in C minus, like because it did one thing poorly, you could put another movie that in C minus. I think it's more that we look at the movies as a whole. It's like, okay, this movie is a C minus movie. Do I think this movie is better than that movie? That's yeah. that's all how deep it goes. We're not really thinking too much about it. I don't know. This kind of hit or miss on that one for me, but I guess I bet you, never you never miss, miss huh? huh? Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Speaking of never missing, up next here, guys, we're we talking about evolution. Really? Well, yeah. That's not the where I thought you were going with that. <laughs> what the hell, man? Why not? Uh, I, why not? Who's uh, Terry, who's would you like the... to talk about evolution here a little bit for us? I can try. Let's see how much of this I actually fucking recall. Um, Oh, no. That's why I didn't want to talk about it. I remember. So we're out in the middle of the desert, and there's this fucking pervert uh, dressed as a fireman, and he sets a shed on fire and throws a dummy in there. You know, this is way too in the weeds. Anyway, guy is out in the middle of the desert. Uh, I believe we're in Arizona. Yes. Um... Yes. yes. Uh, and he's practicing firemanning for some reason, and then a meteor falls out of the sky and crashes into the earth and really fucks his car up. Like, yeah. whoa! Uh, and then we cut to the local community college, where uh, we have our protagonist whose names... One of them was Block. He was a yes. black guy named Block. Mr. Block. I remember that. I don't remember the other guy's name. The other guy's name was Ira. Ira. That's right. Weird name. Ira and Block. Anyway, why did they name it? Anyway, uh, they wind up going out to the meteor thing because for some reason Block is like a part of the American Geological Survey. Huh? They go out, they find the meteor, and they're like, man, that's weird. They take a sample of it, and they go back to their community college science lab. Like, holy fuck. There's living things in this rock. Crazy. And then uh, they find out, oh my gosh, they're multicellular now. And they're like, oh, they're evolving real quick. Evolution. Um, and then they take some kids back to the, um, back to the meteor. And it's, uh, it's like starting, it's doing crazy stuff. It's got like little fungies and there's now critter crawlers all over the place. And they take some of those critter crawlers. And uh, then the military. Wait, does the military show up at this point? No, they show up when they when they try to go back. Yeah, right. It's the it's the third time around. Now I'm confused because like I remember when they brought the kids out though they had that truck to try and load the meteor up on it on, yes. on that truck. Why did they not do that? They were unsuccessful. Okay. 
Um, they go back, they got these flatworms. I think this is the first of us seeing that some of the creatures are just popping up around town. Mm-hmm. I think Wayne, the lifeguard guy, or not, the, the fireman guy who failed his test. Yeah. Uh, I think he sees a weird fish creature at, like, the country club he works at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the little pool thing. Yeah. And, um... You know, they look at these flatworms, they're like, man, that's crazy. And then they find out, oh, they can't handle oxygen. They just fucking die. Yeah. Uh, so they go back to the site, and now the military's taken over. Oh, no. And then uh, they have, they are shockingly antagonistic towards the military guys. Just, like, deeply unprofessional. Literally moons the guy. Huh? What? They used to know <laughs> each other. They, they could get be arrested for that, I'm pretty sure, but... They were friends, Beheaded, though. at the very least. Yeah, what a, I guess it was, they you know, comedy or whatever. They were old <laughs> colleagues. Tee-hee. They end up coming back later that night. Or, do they, I think, do they get their lab broken into first? No. Do they break into the military place first? I think they break into the military place <laughs> one time. Yeah, then they their break lab into the gets broken place. into, and then they yes. break back in again. The order of yeah. operations here is uh, all over the place, frankly. Something way, happens. I think we're getting a little too into it here. You're right, specifics. we are. Um, <laughs> fucking. Then there's a big dragon creature that are like crawling out of the hole where the meteor is, and they immediately die until one coughs up an egg, and this one can breathe oxygen. Oh no! And it flies around, and they go, they kill it. They go to a mall, they have a big chase scene, and they kill it. For some reason, Wayne is now with them. Oh, because Wayne found, like, a big scary fish creature that looks suspiciously like Daisy from Evolve. Um, I guess. And they kill the dragon creature, and then the military teams up with them, and they're like, listen, these things, they're gonna fucking take over the planet. Uh, and so the military's gonna napalm them, and they're like, no, fire activates them. They're like those dinosaur sponges, except they work with fire <laughs> instead of water. Uh, and then they figure out that shampoo will kill them for some reason, but they don't do it in time, so the napalm gets dropped, and then it's a big blob thing. It's a big, massive creature, and it's going to crush the entire state of Arizona. Also, Dan Aykroyd here, and I thought he was very funny. Um, and then they go fight the creature with a, with a fire truck full of shampoo, and they sh- of it up its asshole. And also one of them gets sucked into its asshole. Lots of ass jokes in this movie, frankly. Yeah, true. Uh, and then they kill the monster and uh, Ira and the hot chick bang. The end. Yeah. She wasn't even that hot. She so, like, wasn't. The- <laughs> So yeah, this movie was pretty crazy. It was it really felt all over the place, particularly in the pacing. It just felt like it was like, like constantly having these like lightning quick moments going on and then it just slows to a halt for quite a while. Yeah. Or just moments of fucking nothing. Why were they playing uh fucking play that funky music white boy? Why, That's why a good they, question. Why, why are they doing it's that? It's a popular song. Popular song yeah. for the time? Not even what do you mean for that that song is from the seventies. I don't know, man. For the time. And shit. <laughs> it had yeah, a revitalization. Just a, it's, just a, it's just a recognizable song that they slapped in there. Yeah. Now, That's I will it. say, well, one, uh, one piece of praise I do want one to... One piece. <laughs> I do want to send this movie's way. Before we get, like, you know, too into the negatives, which I'm sure we'll have here. 
is that I think that the scale of that giant amoeba at the very end was really good, actually. It really sold just how fucking massive this thing was. I expected mm. it to be bigger, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a little too small, frankly. I thought it was way tiny compared to what it could have been and probably should have been, to be honest. Yeah, like it looked like it spread a lot more than that. And, like, yeah. it accelerated the growth of it at the end as well. Yeah, like, they were like, they were already, like, showing how big of an area they were covering underground. But then they were also implying that applying fire was going to make it exponentially larger than that, even. I feel like it didn't even cover the area they showed on the diagram, to be honest. Well, yeah, the we'll diagram was just showing how big it potentially would grow. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was, that, the diagram was, like, how much the underground, like, environment has expanded. Mm-mm. Well, it no, was it was showing that and then also, yeah, yeah, projected. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was pretty neat at the very least. Did, did so? Obviously, this movie is meant to be a comedy. Um, it is slightly. It is. Know. What they the are fuck is the deal with all these comedy movies? We keep watching that aren't I don't funny. Know if okay? it's, I don't know if it would be classified as a comedy. Is the issue? Is. This is definitely supposed to be a, like a funny comedy movie. Yeah. I, I don't it's, know. One hundred percent. It one hundred percent is a comedy. They're they're pretty constantly like throwing stuff out there that's supposed to be funny. I mean, like like Ira fucking pulls his pants down and moons the general. You think that's gonna be in a non comedy movie? You got you guys are right. It's a sci fi comedy fucking. They're, exactly. they're constantly doing God like incredibly it. illegal stuff with the fucking U S military and yeah. nothing yeah. happens. They're about fucking it. around. The dude um, has to get a fucking thing shoved up his ass to get a <laughs> alien that went inside of him out. <laughs> That was the one scene that that I was guffawing at pretty hard. That whole thing where they <laughs> was it relatable? Were, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. One hundred percent. But no, nah, them uh, him having that uh, fly crawling around him and them having to rip it out. But um, I yeah. think I'm saying I want ice cream. I don't care yeah. what flavor. It's going on my ass. <laughs> the girl just like immediately flip flopping. How she oh, acts yeah. to them is pretty funny too. Just like a yeah. meeting, like, oh yeah, you can, you got this, baby, you can get through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was. But um, you know, funnily enough, something I have written down here that I think actually might touch on what your uh, kind of or your some of your confusion is, Dylan, is I say this plot doesn't feel like it's supposed to be a comedy. Yeah, in my opinion, just like like the setup of this thing where it is. Like this existential threat, and where we have the big a- action set piece at the end, and it's like aliens and sci-fi and whatever. It very much feels like the genre of comedy is kind of like just kind of smushed onto the plot yeah, in a way that is very clunky on. and does not work for the overwhelming majority of this film. Yeah, what I would say is like there's definitely like those moments where they like throw something in as like a kind of oh by the way this is supposed to be a funny movie but like all the other time it's like sciencey bullshit and military that's like and oh man some, this is there, pretty serious. There's some like decently graphic violence in it too. Yeah, that's one thing we talked about when we were watching the movie. I turned to Nico and Jackson. I was like, did they just fucking yada yada over somebody fucking like the old dude? Uh, we were like, did they just fucking kill a guy and then not do anything of that? Like nobody had any like obviously the old lady like fucking lost her they mind. They tried playing that off as a joke. Yeah, they they Cuz Wayne was is like, like, don't worry, he was an asshole or yeah. what. <laughs> Yeah, that too, and like the the music. I don't even remember what the music was, but the music they were playing over it as he was getting dragged into the water wasn't even like horror suspenseful music. It was like some fucking not happy music, but it certainly wasn't like music you 
listen to somebody dying to. Yeah, they're right. playing so, Cotton Eye Joe for some reason. <laughs> was it? But wait, yeah. was Cotton Eye Joe in this movie? No, I don't think so. No. Okay. But yeah, there was like a lot of I don't know. It, it, it's like it's exactly like you said. There was just moments where they're just like comedy, like for whatever reason. Yeah, it was it was very clunky to say the least. Not saying uh, that sci-fi can't be comedy, but like they didn't. They didn't do it, it right. Well in this movie. They yeah. did a bad job of it. Yeah. I <laughs> speaking of the music, I do. I just this is not a criticism or anything. It's just me <laughs> going. Hey, I know that. <laughs> Is they have a Power Man 5000 song in this movie, which I find very funny because that is go. an unbelievably dated band <laughs> to be including in your movie. What do you think was their fucking goal here? Was this like, were they trying to be like the next Ghostbusters? That's what it mm. felt like. I, I think the, we I definitely got said such, that. I got very heavy Ghostbuster vibe from uh, when it was Ira, Block, and Wayne like mm. trying to kill the creature. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was, it definitely as it was getting closer to the end, the the Ghostbusters vibes definitely were going up. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I will say, weird. I thought Dan Aykroyd as the governor was very consistently funny in this movie. <laughs> it was pretty good. You would say that, you simp. I know. Uh, I Whatever. know. At one point, Jackson was like, "Wouldn't it be funny if this movie was just a fucking plug for Head and Shoulders?" <laughs> And then at yeah, the end, uh, during right. the credits, we got the fucking head and shoulders, like, the commercial oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever the fuck. And that was funnier than any of the other jokes in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I did, in fact, look this up after the fact. It was not sponsored by Head and Shoulders. It's all just a bit, which yeah, I guess damn. adds to it. <laughs> they didn't even get paid or anything, like, n- nothing for that shit. I don't know if you'd want your product representing killing a fucking alien monster by getting it, like, you know, blasted up their ass. It saved the world, though, Jackson. That's the bigger idea here. And more importantly, it saved Arizona. True. <laughs> but uh, make sure you guys go get yourself a bottle of Dan Aykroyd's Crystal Head Vodka. Oh, yeah, uh, that shit slaps. Have you actually... You haven't tried it, but... No, of course not. Maybe that's what uh, we should have for our first drink when I finally get up there. Oh, there we go. Jackson, you guys fucking had that in, like, your bar at McMinimins, didn't you? I don't know. I did you saw, have like, a, a bo- crystal skull bottle Yeah, do you have a bottle like that looked like a, a glass human skull? Yes. Then, th- yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't know that's what that was. It was always in the very back, and I think I only ever saw it on, like, the rooftop bar, so nobody ever ordered it. Oh, gotcha. That's some Maybe premium shit right there, there Jackson. Yeah, they, they filter it through micro, micro diamonds. Yeah. Crazy. I should, have, I should have stolen it. I don't think anybody would have noticed, to be completely honest. <laughs> Dude, that's yeah. so sweet. It has its very own microbiome. I don't. I, I don't huh. think that's true. It's very own microbiome. Wow. Now, um, one thing I did like about this film was that the creature designs, actually, generally, I thought were pretty fascinating. I wish that we could have seen, yeah. like, a lot more of those and just kind of see how this, like, alien species sort of, like, evolves, you know? Yeah, because the implication was, like, these things evolve incredibly fast and also can evolve into basically anything at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did that kind of well when the two dudes went down after they uh, infiltrated the military base. They were like, oh, look at all this shit that's new. Look at how many different creatures there are now. I will say, it- though, that entire scene reminded me a lot of, like, the fucking Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when they're <laughs> walking through that, like, big garden or whatever. Mm. That's fair. For me, I, I was... I don't know. Maybe this is a 
a weird bias, or not even a bias, but like... I would have preferred if this movie about monsters didn't have any in it. No, I was just gonna say, it might just be me getting in my head for over something stupid, but like... The the monster designs, I was just like, this just looks like shit people are making in Spore. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. they, didn't, they didn't strike me as particularly well thought out or interesting, really. You didn't I like did these practical like effects thing? for some of them. Huh? Mm. So I do appreciate that these practical effects were a decent amount of it, not just bad CG for all of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll get to bad CG later, though. Damn. <laughs> I mean, we... Wait, later in this movie, or are you talking about the no. next one? Gotcha. Huh. Alright, are, are we done giving the ups and downs of this movie? Are we Why ranking it now? fucking government test lighting the aliens on fire before they're oh. going to napalm the, all of them? It makes no fucking sense. They're the U.S. government. This movie's really stupid. Listen, man, they didn't have any reason to think that won't work. Um, Plot progression, fireworks on everything up until this point. Come on, man. I, I do have Hunter's review of the movie here. Uh, okay. Okay. So should I should I count this? You thought about it? I'll yeah, I'll go ahead, read out his thoughts, and then give his rank, and then we can give our ranks. Oh, okay. Um. So here's what Hunter has to say about Evolution. He didn't see any of the other movies. Um. Oh. Weird movie, but had some moments. Side guy was a little too rapey for my taste. Now. <laughs> Is he referring to Block? I don't yeah, recall this being a thing. Mister Block is a fucking hornball, dude. Okay. Uh, had some funny jokes, but most of them were phallically charged. Uh, Spencer from iCarly and the big guy from Remember the Titans were in it, so that's cool. Was Spencer in it? Where was he? I didn't notice either, but he says so, so. I I don't know. Um, thought the ad at the end was well placed. (laughs) What a crazy thing to say. (laughs) Also, whose Jeep is that? Because they both drive it an equal amount in the movie, and that's confusing. No fucking way he is! <laughs> yeah, he is. I don't oh know my. who the big guy from Remember the Titan... I haven't seen that movie, so... Anyway, yeah. overall, nothing special, but I was somewhat entertained. C. <laughs> okay. Huh. Dude, fucking Kyle Gass is in the movie, too? What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Miss Kyle Gass, Gass, Gass. Speaking yeah. of C-tiers... Hmm. <laughs> I like that ranking a lot. I think I'm also going to follow Hunter up with a C tier here. How about you guys? Interesting. I'm going to give the exact same rank I gave uh, I Want to Eat Your Pancreas at a C minus. I think it's another below average movie. Dylan? Uh, I was giving this movie a different ranking originally, and then we discussed it, and I realized this movie didn't really have a ton going for it. I'd probably watch it again, but not like super like p- willingly. So I think I'm just going to give this movie a B- and call it good. Yeah, okay. If you were forced, you'd watch this movie again. Tanner I'm... loved this movie, on the other hand. Actually, I am very surprised that I am giving it the lowest rank out of all of us, because I feel oh. like Nico, at the very least, spoke much more negatively than me on it. But I'm giving it a D+. Damn. I'm not there giving so many movies a D plus at this point, Tanner. If I keep doing it, it's going to lose all meaning. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, interesting. <laughs> anyway, that, that puts us at a C. A solid huh. C. It's fair I fear enough. For, I fear for my movie. I feel like I'm never going to pick a good movie. Look, Dylan, that's on you, okay? You need <laughs> oh, to stop taking it so I'm personally. Not... You didn't make these movies just like how you didn't make Stephen King's The Mist. 
Yeah. The Mist. Uh, the so, mist. just to generally sum up, sum up The Mist, the idea is you get all these people gathered in a grocery store, the fucking military is in town for some reason, and everybody's like wondering what the hell's going on. Next thing you know, a big old fog rolls in that's referred to as The Mist for obvious reasons. Uh, and the only thing people know is that if people go out inside, uh, out inside the mist, they just fucking die, and they don't know why. They think it's some kind of toxic cloud. Uh, then they come to find out there's fucking monsters in the mist, because they go mm-hmm. in the back room, and there's a fucking tentacle that fucks up this little kid who's trying to prove something, because he thinks he's got big dick energy or something. Uh, so then it's, like, about them, like, basically living in the store, and people try to escape every once in a while, and they just keep dying. Uh, until one point where there's like some religious cult where people are like, this lady knows what she's talking about. She's predicted everything that's happened so far. So now they're just killing people kind of to kill people because she got it in their heads that we, they need a sacrifice. And then so in the end, they, uh, we got our main group of people that are like, all right, we need to fucking get out of here. Uh, and it's like the the store clerk guy is like, I stored groceries. And then they go to grab it and it's gone. The lady stole. She's like, you can't leave. Uh, and then he fucking ends, ends up doming the lady and killing her. After she drinks the milk that Nika was talking about earlier. Uh, and so then they leave. Uh, not all of the people in their group lives, unfortunately. Uh, but the dad, the son, the one main lady, and the two old people, surprisingly, all make it to the car and they leave until the car runs out of gas. And then you get the ultimately depressing ending where this guy caps all four people in the car except himself. And what, in return, he just fucking steps out of the car and tries to, like, end it the long, painful way to the monsters. And then the military ends up rolling in and fucking kills all the monsters out of nowhere for some dumbass reason. And what do then you mean? Kinda... You think the military wouldn't be like, fuck, our science experiment unleashed monsters on we fucking should, Maine. Yeah, we should like, probably do something though. about that. We, it, we should there, give up. Here's the thing, though. is like, the military showed no forward progress of them taking care of this threat at any point until now. So it's kind of out of was that sentence? <laughs> yeah, they're at a fucking grocery store the whole damn time. Anyway, regardless, uh, so then you kind of sit there with your depressive thoughts of like, man, this guy just killed his son and like three other people, and they just needed to wait literally two minutes, and they would have been fine. And I think the biggest vindication at the end of this movie is like one of the military jeeps is passing by, and it was a fucking lady in the beginning. She's like, I need to get back to my kids. They're home alone. And they're like, you're going to fucking die, lady. And she didn't. What's with that bullshit, huh? No, that was awesome. Honestly, I love the fucking ending to this movie. The that shit was I great. Really it was such a big fucking middle finger, though, in so many ways. No, it was no, awesome and poignant. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was a middle finger in a couple of different ways. But that's I like how many. Think that. <laughs> I think it really I like speaks how, to the situation. I liked how many actors from The Walking Dead were in this. It's crazy, dude. Right? They had the chief from Reno 911 in this film. That was pretty sweet. They had a lot of prominent like TV actors for some reason. Yeah. yeah. So, I got two major complaints about this movie. Lay it on us. One, the First, CGI. It's shit. They shouldn't it's have terrible. had it. It's so bad. Um, Actually, the tentacles look really bad. Yeah. The bugs and the flying things, I don't think, are nearly as bad yeah, as the tentacles. I think, I think that the... When, like, the little flying bugs are, like, on the uh, glass initially, uh, I think they looked really good there. Uh, but once, like, start climbing all over people and shit, and you got to, like see them super up close they look really rough mm-hmm. uh, outside of that when things are like you know actually outside obscured in the mist and shit like that like there's that big old lobster thing like that big old walkie tentacle monster mm-hmm. uh, i think that those were fine but yeah once we ever had to see like something pretty up close like those fucking flyer 
things, whatever the fuck those were, yeah. the spiders. Those were pretty yeah. rough. And that makes me disappointed that I was unable to watch the black and white version of this movie because I right? do think that that would have helped with the CGI. Yeah, significantly. I think it would have covered it up much more nicely. Gotcha. But uh, I'd have to buy like a collector's edition Blu-ray of that, which maybe I will someday. Because huh. I do that. Well, my other big complaint is I think the pacing compared to the plot of this movie is way off. Because, like, the plot is basically this is, like, like a psychological, like, people are slowly losing their minds or whatever. But this movie is actually paced really quickly. And so people kind of just start going insane just kind of immediately. Like, it's, it's really unclear how long they're even in there for. It seems like it's only two days? Yeah, no. that's what I was thinking. It's like maybe a few days are there. I, yeah, yeah so, like I think it, I think a good example of that is the one fucking dude who was part of like he's like the the mechanic looking guy who was part mm-hmm. of the kid dying at the start. Immediately yeah. fucking switching factions to the crazy religious mm-hmm. chick. That happened so suddenly for me, yeah. and it definitely speaks volumes for how quickly everybody transformed. Yeah, but and so that's why I think it's paced too fast. Like the plot calls for it to be like a slow burn, like psychological thing, but it, they just have it go so quickly. Like how long? How long is this movie? About two hours. It's like an yeah. hour forty, I think. I think it's almost exactly two. I think it's an hour fifty eight minutes. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, the big thing about it's it like too. Two hours, yeah. The big yeah. thing about it too, though, is like a lot of these characters are experiencing death in like supernatural or unnatural or whatever you want to call it, abnormal apparitions that they've never encountered before. And I, in my mind, that kind of stuff, like when you experience death or things you've never seen before, or like things that are actively trying to kill you, I feel like that accelerates the process of insanity in a way. Hmm. Uh, and, I mean, I can understand, like, sometimes, like, we don't have a really good frame of reference for how long they were stuck in the store. By mine, it's been maybe a week. Um, but it's, at this point, it's just like, they know the military has something to do with it. They know it's some science experiment shit that's gone wrong. They got this lady in the store that's, like, nonstop, like, spewing religious bullshit that justifies what's going on. And so when people, I think there was like a line in the movie where they're like, when people have like nothing else to cling to, uh, they kind of just go with the next logical thing, which apparently was this lady uh, spewing religious nonsense in a way. So, and the whole like mechanic guy going like crazy and shit, I I think that had to do with like him being part of like the pharmacy group where he goes out and like tries to get the medicine and shit for the guy who's dying. And he almost fucking dies. And he's been like a huge coward throughout the whole movie. So I think he finally just like snapped from like just being scared out of his mind. So that might have been it, but I might be misinterpreting a lot here. Maybe. It's tough Maybe. to say, Dylan. Anybody However, any? one there thing that Dylan absolutely misinterpreted while we were watching this movie, this fucking bullshit, I hated this so much, it immediately took me out of the movie. I fucking despise it, guys. We need to stop putting this in fucking movies. The Wilhelm screen. Why was this here? Why did they put it in, in the, the movie? movie? It was not in the movie. Yes, it we was. Were, you guys are insane. There's no, no. Tanner, it was literally just here. a scream. Tanner, did you hear it? I didn't notice, but like, I believe it's if it's in it's there, people like putting there. that we shit watched, in there. I listened to it like four times. I don't know how you guys heard it. 
It's um when they're when they're fucking trying to get out to the guy's Land Rover in the parking lot, and the guy gets like jumped by a bunch of spiders, and he falls down in the well and scream plays. It's not. If anything, it's mixed in with his own screams. So it's, it's not like it's the only. With it, Dylan, but you can still tell it's there. But like, I thought, why is it such a big deal if it's mixed in? It would only be a big deal if it was the only scream effect playing. Nah, I just I just pulled it up on YouTube. It's definitely in there. <laughs> There's no fucking. You guys are. Send me, send me the fucking, send me the, send me the link. I want to fucking also, like, this shit. It is layered over his actual screen, but it's layered in such a clunky way that it doesn't make any sense. It sounds like there's a second person yeah. screaming next to him. It's just f- fucking send it to me. Maybe I'll yeah. hear it better with the headphones on. It actually sounds really bad when you actually like examine it. This is fucking bullshit. You guys are camping right now. Why did Jackson just send a why? screenshot of the video? You guys well, sent I was, it I like was doing that before times. he. I sent the screen. I was trying to send a screenshot before he asked for the fucking ah. link to it. So I was just trying to show him that there is, in fact, literally a YouTube video Fuck. called the God damn it, I heard it that screen. time. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. I hate it being in movies. I despise it. It immediately takes out all tension from any scene. Like, you, you, everyone knows what the Wilhelm screen is, okay? So, like, you hear it, and you're like, yep, yep, there it is. That, that's the Wilhelm scream, all right? Congratulations. You're a real great audio engineer, aren't you? Yeah, you're, you're in on this uh, fucking company-wide joke that everyone knows. Company-wide, that, dude, this is industry-wide. Industry wide. That's crazy, <laughs> okay? Good job! Good right job! <laughs> Do you think, like, somebody sat there after that scene was taken and was like, you know, I don't think his, I don't think his scream was believable enough, or, like, there wasn't enough oomph in his voice, do you think we need to put something over that? 100%, they just think it's funny to put it in movies. It's not supposed to be a funny scene, Do you think it's supposed to be, like, where's Waldo? (laughs) The guy being mauled to death by a bunch of fucking alien spiders. Guys, it's it's the where's Waldo of the movie scene. It's just fucking mm-hmm. you, where's Wilhelm scream? There it is. That's where's what they Wilhelm? do. Where's Wilhelm? That's why they do it. They see if people like Nico can catch it. This is all. It's all. It's all here for you, Nico. Everybody knows. In fact, Nico, you're the exact kind of person that they put it in here for. Yeah, they I'm they, piss they you like. Off. If there are any audio engineers listening to this right now, they are eating your reaction up. They love <laughs> yeah. it. They, this is exactly why they live. They live to do this shit, to hear your reaction. <laughs> this movie is getting four lower ranks than it should because of that. Uh, well, considering we go by pluses and minuses, I'm not worried all that much. Four whole letter grades. Damn. That's crazy. Uh, uh, all right, guys, I think it's have... a poignant time for me to talk about the theory. The, the theory. theory. What's the theory? The theory being that, in fact, the crazy religious chick was right all along. Hmm. That's crazy that you're coming to a conclusion on which this movie is, in fact, based on science and she was trying to say <clears throat> it's religion. But go on. All right. So let's just uh, let's just talk some facts here. Right. So basically everything this chick said was right. OK. So like like, for example, one of the one of the nights she's talking about how they're going to get swarmed by like a flock of lotus. Uh, that night, a bunch of the fucking bugs come and, like, swarm them. Okay. Uh, there's another... On that same night, uh, somebody got fucking ganked by one of the bugs who hopped on their chest and stabbed him in the neck. Guess what? It hopped on her body, too, and didn't stab her. It chose to let her live for some fucking reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, later on in the movie, she's telling them um, that one of them's gonna fucking die that night. Somebody dies. Uh, they end up sacrificing the fucking military guy, and she says that if they do that, then they're not gonna get attacked or anything that night. Guess what? They don't get attacked that night. They totally live, and they're totally fine. 
Um, and then later on, they want to sacrifice the child, the, the child of the main character. Again, it's like the other final sacrifice um, to save them. Guess what? The guy shoots his fucking kid at the end of the movie. And then very shortly after, everybody saved. The military comes in like immediately after. And then also, I can't remember. I feel like she was part of the scene where the mom was trying to go and see her kids. Was she supportive or against that? I can't even remember. Supportive or against what? The mom, like at the very start of the movie, going yeah, and going Carol. into the house and seeing her kid. Uh, yeah, I I, I can't remember, remember if she was. I don't think the that. religious lady was even a factor at that point. No, she definitely was. She was she, a very yeah, she, she got into story. that pretty quickly after everything yeah. happened. Yeah, I don't I, think I she really said anything about it though. Okay, yeah. I was I was gonna say that that had more fuel to the fire. She was supportive of the mom going out as well because you know she was fine in the end. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know. I think there's there's some something to be said there about the uh, the religious chick being right all along, and there being some sort of metaphor um, based around that. Because honestly, basically everything she said uh, turned out correct, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel I feel like there's a lot more coincidences to make it not a coincidence, or rather it be like you know something they're trying to show. Mm-hmm. But, that's yeah, but at just, the that's same time, me. for me, when I, I think a coincidence is fine, I feel like when the coincidences start stacking up as much as they do in this movie, I feel like there's some kind of bullshittery going on. Like, there's too many coincidences. Dylan, you do with the other side. I was just well, gonna throw. You do realize that since this is a movie where they are in control of everything that is said, done, and happens in the movie, there's there are no coincidences, right? I mean. I don't know. This is actually a documentary of a <laughs> real town in America being taken over by interdimensional alien monsters. You know, something like that. I think it's fun to look at the movie from that way, though. I don't yeah. know if they're actually trying to show anything or like say some sort of message with that, but I think it's fun to look at it that way. I anything. mean, to be completely fair, we can at least say that the fucking portal thing at the beginning where the military was fucking around and found out, that part's probably true. And then, like, where it picks up on the religious cues of, like, this is the ra- the will of God imposing his wrath upon us, that that could also be true in the fact that we opened up a portal to another dimension. That, that's probably mm-hmm. that's probably how that all lines up. So I'm uh, pretty I'm pretty sure this movie has some weird connection to like Stephen King's Dark Tower series, but I don't know anything about that shit, so I, I couldn't say much about this lore wise. Yeah, uh, I don't think it does. I remember there's something about how, like, uh, these monsters are actually from a different Stephen King book. I don't remember which one it is, though. Yeah. But yeah, does anyone else have any notes for this film at all? By the way, we do see a Dark Tower poster uh, that the dude is working on. That's currently what he was working on. They didn't make a movie for Dark Tower He also had the thing. He had the the thing. thing Yeah, he had the thing and Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, 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 that was crazy. Apparently, there's just, like, a really famous guy who did a lot of paintings for movie posters back in the day, and they were trying to pay homage to him being, like, a huge part of uh, cinema in that era. So those are all those pieces that he did. So they were going to pay homage to him. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the only other note I have is this is the dumbest collection of humans ever assembled. I mean, you're not wrong. They're, They're pretty... not intelligent people. No. I think one thing Jackson ended up pointing out more towards the beginning of the movie, I guess, uh, he's, he was like, isn't the entire, like, storefront fucking glass? And we were like, yeah. And he's like, what the fuck is keeping these monsters out of the store? And we're like, yeah. I don't know. It was a great question. And then, and then that's, like, a whole line where they. <laughs> And they, they're they, so they're so surprised too, where the main guy is just like, because the entire front of the store is nothing but one layer of plate glass. 
That that's lit- like literally immediately after Jackson stated isn't the entire storefront glass, they immediately acknowledged yeah. it as a problem in the movie. So I was like, yeah. in that sense, it kind of justifies that. Like at least the movie acknowledges like they're kind of fucked if the whole storefront's glass. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I I will say one one more thing. Um, and I talked to Nico about this, but honestly, this this would be changing the the vision of what the book was trying to say. Uh, but honestly, I think a, a huge thing they could have done to make the CG not nearly as awful is just playing into the mist more. Mm. That being that when the monsters were like shrouded by the mist, I think they looked pretty sweet. I don't think I have any complaints about the monsters with their in the mist because they're you know covered by it. And it, you know, it hid some of their, like, awful features. But when, you know, they weren't in the mist, um, in their full force, they looked like fucking shit because it's a bunch of early 2000 CG. Yeah. Uh, I really wish that it's played to that more. Um, and that most of that was just, like, when they're shrouded in the mist, you, like, they're obscuring the monsters, really just playing into the fear of the unknown more rather than, like, straight up just giving us exactly what they look like and things like that. Obviously, that mm-hmm. that totally goes against what the, what the book was doing. But I think for the artistic direction of the movie, I think that would have improved it a lot. But that's just me. I didn't like how the spiders had human teeth. Yeah. Yeah, it was fucking weird, dude. <laughs> spiders are gross. I didn't like them. Either way, yeah. Uh, Which but... creature do you guys think would be the most dangerous in the mist? Oh, God. Mm, probably the spider, just because of how fucking quickly it spread. Like, literally, as they were driving along, you could see it basically took over, like, the entire area very yeah. quickly. Yeah, it's and they had acid well. web. Yeah, I don't know. I think the locusts maybe because the locusts. I was they're not like a one and done sting kind of thing like bees. Plus they can move around faster because they can fucking fly. Like I don't know. They've mm. got natural predators though, they man. Do. do those spiders have I natural mean, predators? We don't know. The movie didn't acknowledge whether or not they had natural predators. I can if only I, assume. If anything, they're incredibly prolific. So I'm I'm not that convinced about them. Also, like at the very end, um, I don't know if that was actually supposed to be one of their mouths. But it was like a massive fucking corpse that was getting torched. Uh, by one of the military guys, which looked like it was like a curled up spider oh, carcass. Yeah. So I feel like those things get huge. Oh yeah, yeah. they get like, like, like a larger spider at one point when they're like trying to. Leave they were leaving. The they story. were leaving. Yeah. It was and I'm talking about like, like even bigger than that. Like, like it was like double the size of like the size mm-hmm. of a fucking mean, the, like, SUV. Yeah, I, I'm just saying that like we know that they have varying sizes, so there yeah. it's entirely possible there's a much much larger one out there that can be yeah. made. It yeah, is also it, safe to assume that there are tons of creatures we didn't even see. Yeah, absolutely. One one final thought, I guess, before the rankings. There, do you guys think the tentacles were from the fucking the the big massive thing? Um, I don't think so. No, I don't that thing think was, like, so. Huge. And I feel the like the building would have definitely gotten. Well, then I think the building would have definitely got stomped, or they definitely would have known that creature was there based yeah. on its sheer size. Yeah, I agree. They would have so. fucking heard it stomping around. Plus, I they, don't think. I don't think the tentacles were actually attached to anything. I think they just float around like in worms. the mist like that. Yeah. That could be. I think it could have been like a growth. Well, the other thing about that scene is like they acknowledge that something was blocking like the fucking air vents or something. So it could have just been some kind of like fleshy growth that just kind of, you know, plants itself somewhere and then just grabs shit and like feeds itself or whatever. I don't know. Honestly, as bad as the, the fucking tentacles looked i actually think they're pretty cool as like a monster design with the the way they had like the mouth and stuff and they fucking mm. eat like a cylindrical way i wish they showed them more despite them looking awful anyways on to the rankings i'll kick us off here i thought this movie was pretty all right honestly for the horror thing i think it did a pretty good job building up suspension um and i think some of the monsters down there are pretty cool and like the idea of the mist honestly i think it's a really cool idea of just like everything just being shrouded and you're just totally 
Um, it's like you're in the fucking darkness, except it's never ending. Yeah. Uh, I'm giving this movie a B plus. Oh, damn. Okay. Dylan, you seem rather shocked by that. So what rank do you think you'd be giving it? Um, obviously I wasn't against watching this movie again. Uh, I constantly think about this. Considering you chose it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I think about this movie a lot and it's one of like the horror movies I can definitely go back to thinking of whenever I think of a horror-esque uh, film. Uh, and I'm honestly, at this point, I, I think it's obvious to state, uh, I'm not as good at recognizing CG as you guys are, so I, that all that doesn't re- really make sense to me. those tentacles were real? <laughs> I didn't think they were real, I just, I don't know. Uh, but despite all that, I think the movie plays the plot very well, and I think, you know, the characters and, like, everything going on is pretty good, so I'm just gonna give this movie an A. Alrighty, uh, as for me... Uh, yeah, I thought this movie was pretty decent. The CGI was rough, as we said previously. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I didn't hate it at all. Uh, I Which is crazy. I don't know why it's crazy, but you I... You don't think... like scary movies. This movie wasn't even that scary. And I feel like my opinion on scary movies has kind of uh, changed a bit since we've That's been good. watching a bunch of them as well. Uh, I think I'm going to be giving this film a B-. minus. Ooh, mm. damn, okay. This is way better than I envisioned. <laughs> Yeah, you know, um, I think there's a real, real solid core to this movie in terms of the basic, like, setup and plot of it. Um, But they just don't, like, really execute as well as they could. Yeah, they don't execute. I'd love to see, I'd love to see the black and white version to see what that, how that improves specifically the CGI. I'd love to see, like, a more modern attempt at it because I think the story is really solid and could probably be done much better now, especially with, uh, like, the pacing, I'd say. Um, I th- I really like the ending as well. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ultimately, the pacing and the, the creature uh, things hold it back a bit for me. So I'm going to be giving this one a B-. minus. There we oh. go. Okay. Now there's I, I actually think... a TV series for the show as well, or the show oh, as well that came out. No uh, way. I think like five years ago or something like that. Apparently, it's not very good. Oh, okay. Damn. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's like Chronicles of the Mist or some bullshit. I'm not sure. Yeah, I've heard that it's basically just like a worse version of the movie. Gotcha. I think yeah. I think one of the biggest strengths is, is that I like the idea of the world building with all yeah. of this, and honestly, it makes me want to go and read the book. As crazy as that sounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the, I think the movie set it up for me wanting to read the book really well because I think there's, you know, everything around it is really cool. Yeah, I think the plot is definitely a strong point of this movie, or like the at least the idea of world building. The TV Usually series from... is only from 2017. Oh. oh, yeah. Generally, from what I've heard with a lot of Stephen King's books, is that a lot of them do have like a really good idea behind them. It'll have like a decent start, but. Uh, the execution is... Yeah, I don't think a lot of them pan out super great, generally, from what I've heard. Yeah, Stephen King wakes up in a fucking cold sweat. The mist! <laughs> what do I do with this now? I think it's actually the cocaine giving him all these ideas. Damn. We <laughs> all get our ranking, ranking right? Jackson. We yeah. didn't hear that part. Uh, that's a B-plus, baby. Damn oh, it! So close. Not too bad. That, that's, 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 exact, that's landing exactly where all of my other highest-ranked movies are landing. You're a B-plus kind of guy. Yeah, I'll take it, man. That's above average by at least a whole grade. I'll get it (laughs) eventually, boys. I'll have the worst and best movie eventually. Speaking of getting it, we got to start getting it at these new Mm -hmm. movies. Yeah. 
Now, real quick, can we pull the Patreon first? Sure. Sure. Why not? Okay. Oh, is that going to help, like, your movie choice or something? It will. I need to see if something specific in there gets pulled, which it won't. Roll but. that. Roll that movie. It is Stand By Me by Tutbox. Whoa, another Stephen King movie. Crazy. Well, huh. I'll go ahead and give my pick then. Okay. Uh, we're going to have to figure out. You know, never mind. We'll talk about that later. Um what? I had some movies I was very excited to pick, but then I realized today is a very special day. That means I need birthday? to pick a very special movie. Today, for those of you who are not aware, is the 30-year anniversary to the day oh, no. of the release of Jurassic Park. <gasps> <gasps> no way. So I'm going to be picking Jurassic Park for, for uh, my movie. Let's fucking go. I love Jurassic Park. I can't wait to tear into that movie. I'm kidding. I'm sure Jurassic Park is great. As for my film, I did my cute little number generation here, boys. Let's go. And it looks like... Uh, Yayo Yayo, men. We're gonna be watching One Piece, movie four, The Adventures of Dead End. Huh. Movie four? Yes, sir. Movie four. How lost am I gonna be? Uh, the One Piece rap will be required viewing for everyone before watching the film. Uh, okay. I think I've already watched it, but I don't think watch I remember it again, it. so it's fresh in your mind right before you watch the movie. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Uh, One <clears throat> Piece. It's called One Piece Movie Four: The Adventures of Dead End. Movie Four: The Adventures of Dead End. How many dashes and colons are in here? None, to my knowledge. <laughs> oh, okay. Crazy. <laughs> okay. There we go. We got it. Oh, well, there we go. We're going to be watching Stand By Me, Jurassic Park, and One Piece Movie for The Adventures of Dead End. What an assortment this week. This is yeah, very... truly a, a mix match. Is Stand By Me a horror movie? You said it was no. based on a Stephen King. Oh. Yeah. Stephen King is an all horror man. Come on. He's at least 90% horror. Yeah, I know. They actually have a reference to Stand By Me in the original Pokemon games. When you analyze your TV, it's playing Stand By Me. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, I think that about does it for this week's episode, guys. Jackson, would you like to tell the people about the Patreon? No. Please. It's been so long since you've told them, man. Yeah, that's because I've got a bad memory and I'm not going to remember all the perks. <laughs> How do you think Don't I get... feel, man? I still that's do it. F- that's fine, man. We can fill in the blanks for you. Awesome. Then I'd love to tell you guys about the Patreon. We've got some crazy rewards. Kicking it off with uh, the best one you get is the 500 slime coins, of course. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and also exclusive access to our Discord server, which you are able to request movies in, as well as topics, and also chat with us if you'd like to. Also uh, generate slimes with those 500 slime coins you get. One time, you only get them once. No more, because <laughs> that's a lot of work for me. Uh, you also get access to, of course, our pre- and post-guap specials on Patreon. You get access to our episodes early before they come out on YouTube, as quickly as they're made, frankly. Uh, you get a special role in the Discord as well. Uh, you get your name read out after every episode. What else is there? Am I missing anything? Jax, would you, you like to everything. read out their uh, names right now? Frankly, I'd love to if I had the list present. Where, <laughs> I, get, where is it? I'm grabbing it right now. You should just pin the I'm, fucking screenshot. Well, it changes every week. Oh. So there yeah. you go. Oh, no, I was a little too quick. All right, so we've got some awesome patrons here. Starting off with Lava Skin, then we've got Top Ramen Man, Joshua Bean, Happy Pride Month Faggots, Tutbont, <laughs> Lucas Ledette, Hunter, and Jacob Edwards. Thank you guys all for subscribing to our Patreon, and we hope that we get some new members at the end of this week. Especially you, Jacob Edwards. <laughs> Who we? Bye. <laughs>
Bye. Bye.